Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. With all of the tennis going on in the world, it's hard to keep track of anything, but if you guys can smell what I'm smelling in the air, you would know that college tennis is right around the corners. The fall season already underway, and we were recently treated to this year's preseason ITA singles and doubles rankings, and that is why I am so thrilled to be joined by today's guest. He is a two-time All-American through his two seasons at UCLA. He finds himself the preseason number 20 in singles, number 12 in doubles, and of of course, and most impressively, one of the members of the 2019 NCAA doubles champions. Keegan Smith, welcome to the Crack Interviews podcast. Man, you're making me sound good. Jeez. (laughs) (laughs) It's all downhill from here, right? Yeah, I guess so. Jeez. Yeah, well then, let, let's start here. Um, obviously, I, I want to talk about the double stuff, but with this year's college tennis season now underway, how are you feeling? You excited for this season? Yeah, always pumped for college tennis. Um, it's a good time out there. I mean, I love competing, so I think college tennis is pretty much like the best way to do it. There's, uh, yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, and for you, obviously, you coming off of the success you had to end the last season, uh, you know, NCAA doubles champion, and now not only that, but you're now an upperclassman on the team, a junior. Anything different for you this off season? Anything change as opposed to the previous two? Um, I haven't really got the vibe yet, to be honest, because um, like I got to school, um, and then pretty much right to Malibu for me for this fall tournament. So. I- haven't got the team vibe or kind of the chemistry yet. So I'm looking forward to it, though. We got a new recruit. Um, Drew Baird is going to be a freshman on the team. Super cool guy. Excited for him. Um, but, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. You mentioned Drew being the new freshman, one of the other notable things for you guys this year. You only lost to Max Cressy, right? Other than that, it's pretty much everyone coming back to the team yeah. that was there last year. Does that help for you guys, that continuity coming into the season? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think Drew's a super good player, so I think he can add some uh, some good stuff for us. And uh, bummer we lost Cressy because he's a really good player. Um, but yeah, hopefully Drew can come in clutch, and I think he will. So, so. Yeah, and for you guys as well, uh, I guess we'll talk about your team in a little bit, but you, we, since we're on Max Cressy, him obviously being the other half of your 2019 NCAA doubles championship uh-huh. team. Now, looking back at that run, not only did you guys not drop a set at the NCAA tournament, but you didn't lose a match all season long, and, you know, pardon my French here, listeners, but that's pretty f- hard to do. And so, you know, I, I, my question to you is, what goes into a season like that? Obviously, Max has had some success already you're like you know six foot five six foot six maybe uh-huh. even seven feet depending on the given day uh-huh. so the, the obvious stuff is you know points out but how do you guys go through a season and maintain that sort of level of success um 
I don't know, man. I mean, <laughs> we, we, we served big, I guess. We got lucky a couple times. I remember uh, it was a 7-6 against Stanford, like a couple match points down. Um, even against Notre Dame in uh, indoors, they were giving it to us. We were in a tiebreaker. I, like, rolled my ankle super bad. Um and uh we didn't even finish so i mean yeah we had a good year but uh there's definitely uh a little bit of luck i'm sure uh yeah i mean to go undefeated in a no ad format of course that does a couple net cords have to go your way but yeah you talked about both being that size having those dominant serves um I don't know. Was it just as simple as you know we're holding serve every time, and it's really that easier? Was there something special about why you and Max were able to continue, as I mentioned, to have that success? Yeah, I mean his volleys are insane. Like <laughs> I'm always feeling good when he's at the net. Uh, he's he's he was playing backhand when we were playing. His backhand's pretty good. Um, so he's a pretty good returner too. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's easy when you're 6'6 six, six and 6'7. Six, like, the serves are just dropping from the air. So that's obviously, obviously helpful. But um, Of course, you guys are just bunting down on volleys. I'm sure that's fun. Yeah, yeah, of course. Got to lay the punt down every now and then. <laughs> yeah, of course. And and for you and Max, uh, you know, I, I having seen Max play, there's got to be a time where they get the serves and he slices a backhand floater and you just get nailed. <laughs> I don't think I was pegged once this season, actually. No, that can't yeah. be true. I mean, I don't know if there's stats that you can check that, but <laughs> I don't think I was pegged once. I don't even think we pegged anyone either. I'm not good at pegging people. <laughs> well, that's, that strikes me as odd because having seen you play a couple of times, you're certainly very fiery on the court. There's a ton of energy from you, yeah. a ton of energy from Max as well. Uh, yeah. Was that always a clean fit for you guys? You just overwhelm them with serves, with energies, and you get the job done? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm always pumped when I'm playing. I just, I don't know, the ADD kicks in or something. But, <laughs> yeah, he's got a lot of energy. I mean, I think it's good to just keep it like that, I guess. It it was a good combo for sure. Yeah, hopefully we can, we can play some more uh, in the future too. And for you guys having lost in the, I believe it was the Elite Eight last year, uh, to then go on and, uh, ha- or I think it was you lost in the me Sweet and- 16, excuse me. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. F- so, so for you and Max then to have to rebound, travel to Orlando without your team, uh, what's that lull period like for you in between the team season at ending and getting ready for individuals, and how do you and Max manage to stay motivated in that moment? Yeah, that was super tough. I mean, went to Baylor, lost that match, and we had all our stuff with us. We were pretty much going to send it to Orlando from Baylor just because there was a couple days there, and we were going to kind of train there before we played the quarterfinals as a team. Um, But then we just, like, went back to UCLA. It was really, like, really weird kind of. And then there was, like, a couple days – I can't remember exactly, but there's a couple of days at UCLA, and then we went to Orlando without the team, so that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, for and for you in that moment, you talk about that bummer. How do, how do you and Max keep each other motivated? Is it simply like, well, we're here, like we might as well win? Yeah, I mean, 
I think we were focused on singles too. And um, I think he went out early. So he was obviously pumped about the doubles. I went out early too. So, I mean, we're like, yeah, let's just get it in dubs, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we had some success. So we were, to, we were hoping to, say to do the well. Least. Yeah, yeah. Ep- absolutely. And for you guys, uh, you know, we talked about not dropping a set earlier, but one of the other cool things that happened for you guys in the final is you were playing not only, you know, simultaneously, but literally next to uh, one of the women's doubles teams from UCLA, I believe. Yeah. Was, uh, Arian and Gabby. Uh-huh. Uh, how cool of a moment is that to get to not only succeed for your school and be in that final situation, the adrenaline that comes with that, but to have two of your fellow schoolmates right alongside next to you? Yeah, that was super sick. I mean, we finished the match. We were kind of in the zone, obviously, in the finals, like <laughs> focusing. And then we finished. We're all pumped up. And then we look over and we're like, oh, my God, like they're still going. And that match was insane. It was like they were down so many match points. Uh, something like, I'm just going to ballpark it, like down five match points or something, and we were there like cheering them on. That was a pretty cool moment. Um, yeah, but they came out with a, with a win, and that was super cool. Yeah, I asked them this when we had them on after that title run, but who did the celebration of winning the title better, you and Max or those two? Uh, definitely them, man. They were going crazy. I loved it. <laughs> I mean, as they should, that that match was, like, nuts. Yeah. yeah. Versus, you, you know, you guys are like, we didn't even drop a set. Like, come on. <laughs> this is even that cool. Uh, but for you, obviously, it's incredibly cool because focusing on your summer this past year, not only do you come off of an NCAA title run, but you and Max got a wild card into the U.S. Open now. You know, it's, yep. a, it's a doubles wild card. It, with all due respect, I'm sure you didn't view it as career-changing. Yeah. But for you to get to have that professional opportunity play not only at a professional tournament but at the U.S. Open, the American yeah. Grand Slam, uh, what was it like preparing for that all summer and how cool of an experience was it? Yeah, that was super cool. I mean, I was definitely training probably more than I would on a normal summer but I mean I tried to kind of downplay it just like oh it's any other tournament and I played a bunch of tournaments before then um getting ready for it even me and Max got another wild card into uh that grass court tournament in Newport um and uh but yeah it was crazy I mean I'm not like the biggest tennis fan I don't watch a ton of tennis but like when I'm in the locker room and I'm like taking a piss and I look over and feds right there like that's pretty crazy to me so yeah, yeah it was... no, I can I can I love how you call it that grass tournament in Newport as though you're yeah. not competing at the professor that's hilarious yeah, um, 250 yeah 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 and and so you and Cressy I mean I think you won what uh I, I'm not sure if you won a match but I think you guys got sets in each of your opportunities uh you know yeah against Barankis and Lindero six yeah. four three six six three against Zverev and Monroe uh I think it was what seven six six seven ten seven something like that yeah uh, Dang. yeah that was yeah one. sorry not, yeah, <laughs> no, not to read, but like when you're competing what's the difference given how much success you guys had what's the difference of now you're making the jump to professional doubles because we've seen so many college guys go on and have successful professional doubles careers right uh-huh. and so i'm curious for you what did you see you know what translated well what maybe do you still have to work on to make that jump um 
I mean, for the doubles, I think it's like pretty close. I think I'm like we're like right there. I think singles is probably another like another monster, but the doubles is like especially with our serves, like it it was pretty close. Like doubles uh in college is is actually pretty tough, I think. And like you said, a lot of the college double gu- doubles guys head to the tour, so I actually think it's it was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. I mean, it, of course, we lost both matches, but <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, it's close, I guess. <laughs> Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Oh, for sure, and I, you know... Newport as well that's the home of the uh, Tennis Hall of Fame in the U.S. Open yeah. those moments in particular in New York I, you guys weren't on Arthur Ashe but if I remember correctly you had a pretty nice crowd around you and yeah, so yeah. just not that UCLA home matches don't lack for a crowd but what is it like playing in front of that New York atmosphere um it was super cool I had a lot of friends and family come out um they were super stoked about it probably even more pumped than me like everyone made it all my family and my girlfriend's family um cheering me on which was super cool um to have them in the stands and then also like you said like some new yorkers who get pretty wild um yeah it was it was a cool time fun time you you mentioned you know as a joke taking a piss next to roger federer give me your (laughs) top you know off the court moment just being on the grounds at the u.s open we were like damn this is pretty cool um it's a tough question uh there's got to be something cressy maybe you know who knows what cressy's doing there's got to be something (laughs) funny yeah probably just the locker room i guess i mean it's just weird like you're just taking a shower and like you're just seeing these guys you used to watch like your whole life it's just uh it's just a trip to say the least i don't know i mean yeah, it's just weird. Like you, you watch them on TV, and they're like, you hype them up, and everyone hypes them up, and then you're just like, kind of, you're just in the locker room with them. It's it's just weird. Yeah, especially I'm sure for you because, and I'm saying this for comparison. You know, you're what six seven ish. Yeah, probably with shoes. Yeah, I like the Sam sure. six seven. It gets a little more intimidation, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> much like the NBA, uh, we need official heights and measurements from you now. Yeah, so we'll exactly. be working on that in a little yeah. bit. But yeah, you walk into the locker room and you know it's tiny little Roger, six foot one Roger Federer, and you're like, wow, you're actually just like another <laughs> six human. foot one human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can totally see why that would be a thrill. But you mentioned your family. That's how we can transition into, you know, learning a little bit more about Keegan Smith, uh, uh-huh. I believe, and obviously your uncle Peter Smith, the great mm-hmm. USC coach over the years. But yep. I, I believe you come from a, a family of tennis players, correct? Yeah. So uh, my dad played at Tulane. Um, he he got me into tennis, pretty much taught me tennis. Um my mom loves tennis now. She's playing in a league right now at uh, our uh, local club. My brother played at USC. My sister played when she was younger. 
And then, like my dad said, she went to the dark side and started volleyball. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, I played a bunch of sports when I was younger. Um, I loved baseball. Uh, basketball is, is probably where my heart's at. I love basketball. I love to watch basketball. Um, but tennis kind of stuck with me. Everybody did it. Um, and my family, of course. And I just was good at it. And I kind of liked the one-on-one aspect of it. So I stuck with it. And I guess I'm happy I'm still with it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it haven't come from... Do you remember those moments? So I grew up with two siblings as well. And okay. I'm playing tennis because my older brother played tennis. Oh, nice. I imagine you are the superstar of the family. You remember that first moment? Maybe you beat dad or you beat the older brother. And you're like, ha-ha. Um, I remember like this game my dad used to play it was like he would call it a robot or something and <laughs> he was on the other he was on the other side and he couldn't move and i i hated it because like i would hit the ball and he literally couldn't move and he was still beating me and i think i don't know one one time i beat him and i was stoked about that but yeah me and my dad have a really good relationship um he, uh, yeah, he still supports me uh, to this day. Uh, he's a man, so. Yeah, for sure. And I remember I was at the National Indoors uh, this past year in Chicago, and uh-huh. I saw, you know, two adult Smiths, and respectfully, one's a little huskier than the other. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the one in the UCLA shirt, that must be Keegan's dad. Yeah, um, yeah. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm sure for uh, listeners, uh, you know, the uh, – the allure of you come from a tennis family you obviously have coach smith in the background at usc uh for you when did you decide uh to, to you know take tennis more seriously maybe pursue it as a college sport and does it help when you have you know your dad and, mm-hmm. and your uncle and resources like that to play off of yeah for sure um i think i was in high school i played like jv basketball my first year and then i played a little varsity even though I was riding the bench my second year I was balling up in (laughs) JV but um yeah I think my dad was like oh you should just stick to tennis this next year don't play uh basketball your junior year and I was kind of bummed because like junior year I was probably gonna start on like play on varsity and there's like a bunch of hype around that in my high school like playing the rivals Coronado or whatever but he was he was right and I kind of just stuck with tennis but I was actually like that was when I was in my best shape is when I was doing basketball and tennis because I played I did JV practice and varsity practice and then I would play tennis after for like a little bit and I would like I felt like I was in just like indestructible physically but (laughs) oh that's got to be a good feeling yeah, I know. I feel like I don't have that anymore. I kind of just <laughs> slap shots around. But I'm, I'm trying to work on the physicality, too. I've been super into yoga lately and getting flexible, stuff like that. Sure. And, uh, you know, I, I do want to get into where your game's at and looking at your season this year, but I, I can't resist the question. So 
the obvious pull. Uh, and I know uh, for listeners, a little more background, you have two cousins, Katie and Kelly Rulin, uh, uh-huh. who were NCAA championship water polo players at UCLA. Um, you also have, you know, the, the conflicting nature. Your brother goes and plays at USC. Uh-huh. Your uncle is the coach at USC. Uh-huh. With that tug of war going on in your family, how does Keegan Smith end up at UCLA? Dang, man, you did your research. You know about Kelly and Katie, too. Yeah. Um, I guess UCLA was just a better fit. Um, I wanted to stay in California. I'm from San Diego. So, um, yeah, it just kind of worked out that way. I kind of wanted to do my own thing. Um, my uncle Paul, who's a uh, father of Kelly and Katie, was pushing me to go to UCLA. And it just kind of fell into place like that, I guess. Sure. Look, I've been to that campus. It's gorgeous. And yeah. like, you get on those tennis courts and, you know, plus Billy Martin's on there. I'm sure he pitches a good sell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Billy's the man. Um, and Grant, who is uh, recruiting me at the time, um, also the man. And, and Rickus is, is coaching me now, too. So he's the man. Everybody's everybody's the man. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I lo- yeah, I love UCLA. It's a good time. Um and I'm getting better, and I'm having fun. So, yeah, life's life's good right now, I guess. You talk about getting better. I mean, it's going to be hard for you to continue to, you know, to, uh, maintaining for you would still, like, results-wise is what I'm trying to say. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that feels like it's still a win at this point because you look at your past two seasons, 40-7 and seven in singles, 25-2 and two in dual matches your freshman year, 24-6, and 15-2 and two in singles, and 15-2 and two in dual matches last season. I mean, for you, it seems like the jump to college tennis has been pretty natural. And if you don't mind me asking, what do you think it is about the college tennis environment that has brought out such good tennis from you? Um... I think it's like, <laughs> or are you always just really good? And you're like, yeah, I'm just pretty good. <laughs> I think it's like the, uh, I like the team environment. I like having something on the line. Like if someone was just to send me to court 19 where there's like no one watching, I, I don't know if the motivation is there, but like my boys are watching, like the teams, wa- you know what I mean? I get hype. I'm focused more, I guess, but. Yeah, I love the dual match vibe. It's it's always a good time, and things get heated sometimes. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, look, I, we've been I've been trying to butter you up so that when I ask this question, you'll give me a juicy answer. Um, <laughs> you know, if people who have seen you play, or you know, you ask around a little bit, and everyone says you're a big, lovable, goofy personality, um, and you uh-huh. bring the energy on court. I've seen you blow up. I've uh-huh. seen the scream that you can hear, you know, six <laughs> miles away. It's like a bat signal, but a yell. Yeah, um, and I. I guess that energy uh, maintaining you and you know throughout this interview you seem like a very calm collected guy where does that switch come from yeah for whatever it's (laughs) worth uh where does that switch come from how do you flip that gear in the team environment to just to go from so laid back to all right it's Keegan Smith time uh I don't know man I mean I'm still trying to figure that out myself I guess I like uh I mean I like surfing and like Usually when I'm not on the tennis court, I'm, like, kind of just chilled out. Like, I like surfing super chill. Um, I've been super into yoga lately, kind of just, like, super calm stuff. But 
And then I guess when I get on the court, I go ham. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I think it's maybe a good combo, though. Like, it gets my energy out, and and tennis has been great for me. I mean, it's it's led me away from trouble pretty much my whole life, and I, I'm I'm definitely glad I'm still with it. Absolutely, and I imagine as a freshman, I believe you guys go 30-3 and three as a team, make that semifinals at NCAA's finals of the indoors. Um just to to jump on a team with an Austin Rapp, an older Cressy, you know, Martin Redlicky, uh-huh. obviously Evan Zhu at the time, I imagine it must have been super fun to win, but just to be thrown into that competitive environment, was there an adjustment at all for, for you, or were you just um, right away, you fell in love? Uh, when I think back, man, I love that team. Um, Austin's my boy, Marty, Evan, Staggs. Cressy, uh, that was just a super fun team, um, and I I liked kind of being the freshman. It was fun with all my other freshmen, Connor, Lucas, Bryce. Um, yeah, that was a super fun team. So I just enjoyed it. Uh, I got along super well with the guys on the team, and um, obviously I love competing. So I think it was a good fit. Yeah, and for you, you know, after that sort of experience, it's I I can only imagine when, it's when you're the freshman hotshot who just racks up wins, and all the seniors are like, God, we love having you. Like that's <laughs> got to be the best. I mean, I I'm yeah. not nearly equivalent in scale, but I was on a high school team that was okay. like, that, and you're like, damn, these freshmen, you're just like, keep winning, please. <laughs> like this is great for all of us. But then, you know, for you last season uh, to go through the season that you guys did, you lose Connor uh, uh-huh. Hans early in the year with a yeah. an ankle injury. You yourself suffer an ankle injury at one point during the season. Uh-huh. And with all due respect to, uh, you know, the Ben Goldbergs of the world who we had on uh, when we were in Chicago. So huge fan of his, oh, uh, yeah. but, you know, to, for Ben and, you know, Connor Rapp and Bryce and all of these guys who it, it was, and Pat, who... It, to say struggle isn't fair because you guys obviously made the round of 16, but so often it came down to could you, could Govin, could Max get a win at the top of the lineup? Uh, was there any, you know, what's it like when that shift of pressure comes on your shoulders when a, a lot of things are squarely on you? Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I'd like to say that I deal with it well. I remember, like, uh, my freshman year, uh, I was, we were playing... I think it was like, God, who were we playing? I can't remember, but we're in the bus going to the going to the match, and I remember Marty saying like he was giving us the lowdown of like who were like who's who we're playing and like who's gonna win. And I remember he's like, "Oh, Keegan, that's a lock at three. And I like never thought about it like that. I was like, "Geez, like really?" And then I like kind of noticed that pressure. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like I guess like people do think I'm going to win or whatever. And like, I, I just remember that feeling, but I, yeah, I get, I, I think I, I won that match. And, but yeah, I guess there's, it's good to have pressure sometimes. So it makes you focus more. Um, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, for sure. I mean, the, the match, I, one of my favorite matches watching you, your first year was uh, that Texas A&M indoors match where you played Arcanada one in three and uh-huh. uh, it was a battle and you look at a match versus that versus, and again, I watch way too much college tennis is a theme <laughs> for you to take off from this. Um, but you, you play that match in Baylor and even though you guys lost, uh, you were up a set and I think five one. So you're at the finish line. And so with that in mind, uh, you know, 
your growth from you know freshman hotshot to now the pressures on you to now you're probably going to be playing number one singles this year. You are a, a, a junior now. You're the guy, uh, NCAA doubles champion. Uh, with that in mind, again, I, I kind of alluded to this at the beginning, but how has that changed your preparation for this season? Is it texting more with the team? Is it just little uh-huh. things? You know, what do you do now to get ready for the leadership responsibilities that will come your way? Yeah, I got to start thinking about that more. Um, but I think this summer was good for me. I, I played a ton of tennis, which is like, I mean, I played a lot of tennis. I played a lot of tournaments. I was training a lot, um, hitting with some like some really good players. So I think I'm playing pretty good right now. Um, hopefully, like the body kind of stays healthy. But I think that's good preparation. Um, we're only ex- like losing one guy, and we're ex- and we're getting Drew. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I don't think the team chemistry is going to be too much different from last year so I think um we'll figure it out there but yeah I I think we're gonna I'm I mean I'm hopeful for this year I think uh some of the guys were also training pretty hard this summer so should be fun year yeah, so that'll be my last question before we get to the rapid fire. You talk about that again. Only Cressy is gone. A lot of moving pieces last year, but you still have, uh, you know, people who played matches in Ben, in Connor, and Bryce. Uh, I guess both Connors really, uh, with Connor Hans coming back, Matt uh, Solokian, and Pat Zraj. Uh, I, mm-hmm. With that sort of level of returning talent, with you guys, you know, having the success you did despite all of the ups and downs, I won't ask if there are any expectations for your team, but I assume you guys have your goals, you know, sky high that anything is possible. Definitely. I mean, I like I said, I still haven't been at UCLA a ton, so I mean, I'm getting texts and stuff, and the guys are pumped, but. Once this tournament's over and kind of once we start training together, just because the UCLA, the quarter system's so late. But uh, once we get together, I think uh, the energy will be there. Hopefully I can bring some energy to the team. And, um, yeah, I think, I, I'm think, I think it'll be good. All right, and we look forward to watching it here at Cracked Rackets. Well, then there's one last thing I want to do with you, Keegan. It's something we like to do with all of our guests, Uh a rapid-fire segment, give our listeners one more chance to learn a little bit more about you. Rapid-fire in the sense that I will ask a lot of questions uh, in terms of your answers. Answer as long as you want. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, Westoff, give me a rapid-fire sound effect, please. Uh, all right, we'll start here. I like to, you know, for our fans who have heard this, they know, but college tennis, so much more of your time is spent with your teammates than, you know, actually competing against other teams. So what I like to do with college players, ask them about their teammates, some of the highlights and the not-so-highlights. Uh, sound good? Yeah, sounds good. All right, let, let's start with an easy one. Your favorite hitting partner? Uh, from this year? from Can be all of your time at UCLA. Uh, me and Evan Zoo hit pretty clean together, I think. I like it. The best to get dinner with. Um, maybe best to get dinner with. <laughs> maybe Max Wild. He, he's one of my best buddies on the team, so we, we always have a good time together. Um, yeah. 
I like it. And now, I know some of your teammates would say you are the funniest member, but in your opinion, funniest member during your time at UCLA? Uh, Connor Hans, hands down. That guy's hilarious. I love him. <laughs> I love it. All right, now we're going to start to get a little dicey. Okay. Best to go out with? Uh, probably Max Wild. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most likely to hook you in practice? Hook. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Uh... Oh, God, I'm going to have to call you out, Salakian, but, man, he calls him tight sometimes. (laughs) I like it. Well, then, last sequence of teammates. The teammate you would want to live with the most? Um, Bryce Pereira, for sure. This is uh, our third year together, living together. Um, We get along super well. I think our personalities just kind of mesh. He's super clean. I probably could get more clean, uh, but yeah, he's he's one of my best buddies, and I think we'll be friends for a while. So, yeah, I, I like to hear. Well, then the flip side of that, the teammate through your time at UCLA that under no circumstances will you be living with. <laughs> oh God, I don't even know. I've only lived with Bryce, so he's like <laughs> hit, the standards are so high, so. I don't yeah, tell know. me you haven't looked into Goldberg's bag and been like, nope, like this isn't going to happen. <laughs> Goldberg's pretty clean too, man. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't want to throw him under the bus because I won't feel as bad. Um, all right, we'll advance beyond the teammates. Oh, one more team question. Give okay. me the Billy Martinism that's your favorite. Um, Billy's a good guy. I like him. He's uh, He can be funny sometimes. He can be super serious too. Uh, he's super charismatic though. Everyone loves him. And, um, yeah, you won't meet too many people who don't like Billy Martin. No, he, everyone, everything you hear is that he's a character. Uh, yeah. You can see it. Yeah. So I love it here. All right. Your go, a word on the street is you like to walk around bumping music. Your go-to <laughs> match warm-up song. It switched like every time. I don't know what I'm trying to listen to right now. Mostly rap. Um, I literally listen to everything, though. I love music. I like Flume. I like, I don't know, rap. I like old school rap. I like Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. Uh, I like freaking rock, uh, Jimi Hendrix. and uh, I like the Beatles. I like it all. Uh, maybe not country, even though I've been to a few country concerts. Um, but yeah, I love music. Are you the type of guy who's got the speakers going in his backpack as he walks to class? Uh, I'm not going to lie. I've done it a few times. It's a bold <laughs> It's a bold move, though. I feel like the <laughs> basketball players pull it off better. But, um, yeah, usually I'm just, like, got music in my headphones, and I'm just dancing like a clown as I walk to class. But <laughs> Oh, that's funny. No, if you're going to do it, you better have a good playlist. Yeah, yeah. And... and I just go Spotify, I have it premium, and I pretty much hit, I don't make many playlists, but I pretty much just hit shuffle, and I'll I'll go hard at all of it, I guess. For sure, yeah, I, I can tell you. All right, the best part about UCLA's campus? Um, the stadium's pretty cool, the tennis stadium. Um, uh, the food's good. Um, <laughs> Big hill. A lot of walking. Yeah, good for getting a lot in shape. of hills. Um, not good for skateboarding. I've uh, 
H too many times. So, and and it's embarrassing because I I used to skateboard when I was younger, and and I still do, but it's just there's so many cracks. Like LA has so many sidewalk cracks, and like it's not even my fault. Sometimes I'll just like run right into one and just go flying. But um, yeah. I wish That's it was. Good, I wish it was Rickus, smoother. did you guys hear that? Rickus, Billy, when he's injured next time, it was the cracks' fault. It yeah, wasn't him. Exactly. Yeah, just get <laughs> pave those guys. Over. All right, we'll do two more to end, or three more to end it. Okay. Your favorite meal? Um, I got to get healthier. I love pizza, and um, <laughs> I like it all. Really, I'm not too picky. My dad's a picky one. He doesn't like a bunch of different things. But if you put it in front of my face, I'll eat it much <laughs> counterpoint you're six seven you're allowed to do that yeah right? yeah yeah part. exactly i don't i don't get fat and my metabolism's <laughs> fast so yeah the serve the forehand the metabolism that's what they say about keegan smith all that's, fast that's the keys yep <laughs> yeah exactly all right when you are not on the court you can find keegan smith uh surfing i, I mean it's not like i do it all the time but that's my favorite thing in the world to do it's just like literally feeling like no other when you're riding the wave like it literally feels like you're flying i can't like ask a surfer to describe it and they can't describe it well but it's just a crazy feeling like that's what i would love to do if i if i'm not playing tennis but it's hard to i mean i do a lot of traveling and it's not like i can just like travel with the board in my hands you know what i mean (laughs) No, for, I mean, you could paddle across the Pacific if that's your goal, <laughs> but uh, I don't recommend it. Yeah. Um, all right, then, bonus question, because you mentioned your love of surfing. Give me the better feeling here. Uh, the perfectly scripted I-form T-poach, where you're just bang, bang, because that one does feel good for a tennis player. Uh-huh. When you're riding that perfect wave surfing-wise, or when you catch the right downhill on UCLA campus and you just get that free skateboard away? Um, Definitely the surfing. I mean... There's been a couple of times where it's like, uh, it's hard to describe. Like I'm just out with my best friend, Lukash in Point Loma and like we're at a spot. Um, and we're just like, there's been a couple of times where just me and him, it's usually like crowded in certain spots, but it's so fun. Like this summer we were just trading off waves. Um, another time we're at this spot at the cliffs, just like, ripping it's just so fun i yeah i love it i'm not i mean i'm not i'm not trying to brag i uh, any surfers listening i am probably not as good as you but <laughs> i have fun with it yeah <laughs> no you know there's a huge college tennis surfer overlap so we actually yeah. have a ton of sur- no i'm just kidding i don't know if any <laughs> surfers listen uh but my last question to you and i'm bringing back an old school for our final our name obviously cracked racket so keegan smith with all of the bombast you display on court the last time you cracked a racket was um i can remember probably after kalamazoo i like nailed one into a tree um <laughs> But that was a while ago. I feel like I've gotten my temper down. Or like, I'll hit one out of the stadium or something. But I, I don't crack as many rackets anymore. That's yeah, good. probably. Yeah, probably a good thing. Yeah, um, I think. Well, I think if you asked some of the, um, what do you call it, line judges, they'd say I'm. I've definitely calmed down and I've, I've gotten better on the court. So, yeah. I'll give you a chance to throw one more teammate under the bus. The teammate of yours that cracks the most rackets. 
Man, I don't see many teammates cracking rackets. I mean, of course, things get heated in practice and stuff, but I feel like Billy and Rickus would be pissed if someone's just like <laughs> breaking rackets left and right. It's probably bad for the I could see Zaraj doing it. Just Zaraj <laughs> just getting on a Roy's rage and just smacking rackets. Uh, but again, maybe uh, that's just me. But with that in mind, Keegan, thank you so much for taking the time to do this. Good luck to you and your UCLA Bruins team throughout the 2019-20 season. And again, yeah, you know, anytime you want to come on and chat, we'd love to have you. Yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, it's cool talking to you. I uh, follow you guys on Instagram and I hear your voice. So yeah, it's cool to talk to you. But uh, <laughs> well, if you're for what you're imagining, the guy behind the voice, thick eyebrows, uh-huh. not that impressive at tennis. <laughs> Hey man, you love it though. That's like you're doing what you love. You're doing what you love, so that's good. Absolutely. Uh, for me, you, like you catching a wave is when I catch a good joke on the podcast. Okay. I'm like, yeah, it all went to speed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but with that in mind, seriously, Keegan, good luck and thank you again. Yeah, thanks, man. Have a good one. Yeah, for sure. Take care. See ya.